Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metalsmithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Oh. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to their dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Today, we'll be chatting with Julie DeBolt Price, who relocated with her husband, Gordon Price, from Southern California to Rhododendron, Oregon, and Goodyear, Arizona. I love rhododendrons, and I never knew there was such a place. <laughs> Rhododendron is an unincorporated community located 46 miles southeast of Portland that is nestled in the forested shadow of Mount Hood. The Mount Hood Scenic Byway takes you through the center of this mountain vacation community. Be careful, though. If you blink, you might just miss it. As previously mentioned, rhododendron rests at the base of Mount Hood and its national forest area. It is clothed in thick wooded areas, hills, and rocky terrain. And yes, rhododendron earned its name from the colorful shrubs that bloom naturally in abundance from April to late May. Yeah, I was in Oregon not too long ago. The view of Mount Hood just took me away. And I mean, it is just one of those stunning views. I made it into my um, my screensaver. Goodyear is a city in Maricopa County, Arizona. It's a suburb of Phoenix. And at the 2020 census, it reported a population of about 95,000, up from 65,000 10 years before, and about 19,000 10 years before that. As such, it is a very fast-growing city. Averaging 296 sunny days a year, Goodyear is a stunning desert city with two man-made lakes and the nearby Gila River to help beat the Arizona heat. Sports fans enjoy ball games at the renowned Goodyear Ballpark, the spring training home of the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Guardians, and golf aficionados tee off on one of the country's best public courses. Jane? Julie was born and raised in Michigan. She earned an associate's in theater and dance and a bachelor's in business administration from University of Laverne in California. She lived in New York City and Southern California. Julie worked in numerous industries, including transportation, hospitality, software development, and aerospace. She is currently a photographer and travel writer covering domestic and international venues. Julie also helps solo entrepreneurs and photographers navigate technology. Her website is phototravelright.com. Julie is also a published author, and her books include 1. Baby Boomer's Guide to Digital Photography, 2. Nine Steps to Stock Photography Success, Proven Techniques to Earn Money with Your Photos, 3. 
the 10 most important things to know about event photography, and also two coloring books. Her interests are photography, travel, food and beverage, and writing. Gordon was born in Los Angeles, California. He attended USC and worked as a systems engineer for Boeing Company. His interests include reading, gardening, politics, golf, and sports. Gil? Hi, Julie, and welcome to Retire There. So you guys have retired in two locations, Arizona and Oregon. They are, however, 1,200 miles apart. We want to hear about the decisions and reasons involved in these moves. Could you please walk us through what came first and why, and then the same for the second location? Sure. When I tell it, I'm going to make it very simple because it's our Oregon house started as a family vacation home. And we've had that for 16 years. All the grandkids lived in the Portland area rather than fly everybody to California back and forth. It was just easier for us to get a home there. And we are on the Sandy River. It's gorgeous as your description, everything you said. It's really stunning up there. So we enjoyed it as an escape from sunny Southern California several times a year. Mm. And I'm going to fast forward to our decision to actually move to Arizona. My folks lived in Arizona in the Phoenix area for 30 years. And we would drive over and visit three or four times a year. And I said, I don't like the desert. I don't like the heat. I don't like the dryness. I don't like anything about the desert. Well, my (laughs) husband wasn't quite as definitive as that. And so when my uh, you know, my stepdad died and he was buried in the National Cemetery in Phoenix. And when my mother passed away in 2020, we drove over from California to inter her ashes with him. And I had some friends in the area. We both did. I never travel anywhere without at least a dual purpose or something else to see or do. Hence, you know, with my travel writing, I love a road trip and yeah. and they end up being kind of long. But <laughs> anyway, so we drive to Goodyear and I was doing a, I was writing an article. Part of the Goodyear article was to talk about golf courses in Goodyear. So mm-hmm. I found the golf course at Tuscany Falls. On whatever day it was, I came to Tuscany Falls. We looked at the golf course. I took pictures, got information. The next day, I called my friend. We were going to get together for lunch. And I said, well, why don't we meet somewhere in Goodyear? She said, why don't you come to where I live? We have a restaurant here. I said, oh, where do you live? Tuscany Falls. I said, oh my gosh, I was just there the day before. Long story short, My husband and I came to meet her for lunch. We were 30 minutes early for our lunch date. The model homes were right next door to the restaurant. (laughs) How convenient. Oh, yes. And my husband said, why don't we go look at the model homes while we're waiting to see Debbie? So we did. We liked what we saw. And then we met Debbie, had a wonderful lunch, and we were supposed to get back in the car and drive back to California. However, Gordon said, do you want to go look at the model homes again? (laughs) And I said, sure, let's do that. So we did. We spent an hour. We found one that we loved. We didn't talk to any salespeople or anything at that time because, you know, I wasn't sure we were serious about any of that. We get in the car. The first thing I did was I got out my phone and I started looking on the airlines. How do we get from Phoenix to Portland. And of course, our favorite airline, Alaska Airlines, they have two direct flights a day, one in the morning and one in the evening, once up and once down. So check that box off because most of the kids and the grandkids are up there. And then what else was it? Well, all the places that we shopped in California, they have all those stores here. (laughs) So Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, the grocery stores, Costco. Trader Joe's. My husband loves those places. And so. No Trader Joe's? 
oh, yes, Trader Joe's, but <laughs> not in Goodyear. We're trying to get Trader Joe's in a Goodyear, but <laughs> yeah, they're just trying. not coming here. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to. They're not coming oh, to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, God, I would think that would be a perfect place. I know. I know. I even have locations I've sent to them. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, we took care of the business here in Goodyear in Phoenix. We drove home. We talked about it a lot. And then I thought, well, this he's not serious. He was born and raised in L.A. He would never live. He would never leave California. We kept talking about it. And we had already talked about retiring in rhododendron. Hmm. We'd also talked about retiring in Austin, Texas. And we drove to Austin, oh, 10 or 15 years ago Mm -hmm. in November in some of the worst weather of the year, you know, to to see what it would be like in kind of bad weather. Right. And we liked Austin, but the time wasn't right Mm -hmm. for us then. And we really didn't have any friends or relatives there. So, but Austin was a consideration. Yeah. So then fast forward back to California and we kept talking about this house that we loved and <laughs> the model home. And so it was probably like a week later. And I said, you know, if we're really getting serious about this, we need to go and talk to the salespeople and really find out everything with all the amenities we have here. And we'll talk about that more later. Mm-hmm. But we're thinking the Homeowners Association is going to be really expensive yeah, and yeah. we won't be able to afford it. But I said, we need to go back and get serious about this because this is a big deal. So on December 2nd, a month later, we drove out to Goodyear again. And it's so funny. When we walked into the sales office, I said, we're not going to put any money down or anything today, but we need to learn as much as we can to make an informed decision. So she said, no problem, no worries. So we asked a whole bunch of questions and I think we, yeah, we stayed overnight and came back and visited the next day. Hadn't made up our minds, but as we drove back to California again, Gordon said, okay, let's make our decision on Monday. Okay. And how long is that distance, the ride? It's about a five-hour drive. Oy, okay. Yeah. We got home and over cocktails, because we have cocktail hour, of course. <laughs> Gordon says, I think we should buy it. I said, I think you're right. Oh, my goodness. So on Monday, we called and said, we're going to buy it. Here's our deposit, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're going to start the ball rolling. So no, we did not shop around anywhere. <laughs> in the Phoenix area. We had come here for 30 years. So it wasn't like we didn't know what the weather was like or anything like that. We felt that we could just pick up our lives from California, deposit ourselves in Arizona, and just keep on with our lives. The Where our development is, we're five minutes from one of the loop roads that traffic is fabulous on it, although it's getting busier, but mm-hmm. um, it goes all around the city. So you're not driving straight through Phoenix. Ah. So that's the 303. We live by that. And another five minutes on the 303 and we're on the interstate 10. We can drive anywhere in the country on the 10 interstate. Uh, oh, does that connect to Route 66? Uh-huh. Uh, well, well, not quite. You have to go north, but um, north on the 17. Okay. But it's like an hour away. So, uh, yeah. And, and that was one of the questions, and I'm kind of moving ahead here, but yeah, yeah. probably the final question that Gordon had for me, he's actually 15 years older than I am. So okay. we figure he may go to heaven before I do. That's where we're both going. (laughs) But anyway, he said, okay, if I pass away Mm -hmm. before you, most likely it will happen. Do you, is that where you want to live out the rest of your life? And I said, I can live anywhere. I'm the one that grew up in Michigan. I lived on the East coast. I lived on the West coast. We've done the Northwest and we're in the Southwest. I can frankly live anywhere Ah. because I do so much of my work. I teach photography Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I'm connected to people all over the country Mm. and frankly, all over the world. I've taught 
you know, people wow. in different countries. Wow. And so I feel very connected. I don't have to be in person right, with right. so many people. So I said, yeah, I would ha- I'll have no problem. And so another one of our, my big considerations was the house. I wanted a single story. We had two yes. story when we were in California. Okay. I mean, it's so dense there that, I mean, you can sure. only build yeah. up. Yeah. And he didn't mind the stairs, but you know, when you get older, you can't navigate the stairs. Yeah. Uh, you know, when my mom would visit, when his mom would visit, mm-hmm. the bedrooms were upstairs. And oh. so that was, it's always been a major concern for me. Right. And so here we're on the west side of Phoenix. Okay. And so we are living on what used to be cotton fields. Hmm. And so Phoenix is just spreading out and out yeah. and out. We're 20 miles west of Phoenix and even the town next to us, it's really building. And this whole area is one of the fastest growing places in the country. There's a couple reasons for that. And it's not just retirees. There's a lot of industry going in here. There's a big chip plant, a Taiwanese computer chip. And they're not far from here. There's other, like Pepsi is just across the freeway from us. Large industry because there is a strong workforce, a young workforce here. So when you think it's just old people with walkers, oh no, <laughs> it's it's young people with families and apparently the triple digit heat doesn't bother them. And so <laughs> gosh. So it, this is really a thriving thriving place. But I'm I'm a little confused. Earlier you said the Arizona desert wasn't for you. Right. No desert, no heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What was the other thing? I there know. Was a, there was like yeah. a couple of no's. And- so what, uh, what, changed, what changed your mind? Oh, how the worm turns. <laughs> 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 well, everything, I, I guess the fact that I wouldn't have to deal with earthquakes, not mm-hmm. that we had that many, but earthquakes, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, smog like we did in California, although we have we have it here now because there's so many people. Just the warm sunshine weather. I would much rather live in this weather than any other. Wow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. And and in California, most people think, well, you have the same weather all year. You don't. It's mm-hmm. subtle, but you do have seasonal changes. Mm-hmm. And It's the same way in the desert. You have seasonal changes here too. Wow. And there's there's tremendous beauty in cactus and spring wildflowers. (laughs) Yeah, believe it or not. I'm laughing because, yeah, no, no, you, first of all, I sound like you or you sound like me, like, no, no, this, no, this, no, this. And, you know, our show's premise is based on where to move and what started us. And so we kind of, you know, been going back and forth, back and forth for three years now. And I stand by firmly that I want to be within a 30 minute drive of an international airport. Yes. And within a 30 minute drive of a university, a public, because we both want to take courses. And since I started, I retired in 21. And since then, I've been taking courses, auditing them. You know, if you're 60 plus or 55 plus, depending on the state, you pay next to nothing. And I'm like three semesters in and I just love it. I love learning, you know. So now that is part of the criteria. And it's hard to budge from those two. He's like, oh, you know, an hour, hour and a half, from the airport's not that bad. I'm like, no, because we want to travel, right? We find a home base. Then we want to travel the world. So we say today, as we've been saying the last three years, and you know what? If you travel, let's say just five times a year, and let's say twice is to abroad and three times is to family, guess what? You have to double that number to come and go to the airport. And that could be a a drag. Okay, let me stop. I understand that, but I have one more question. The summer heat doesn't bother you in Arizona? Oh, my gosh. It's so funny <laughs> you asked that. So this last summer in 2023, yeah. Oh yeah. it was the hottest summer on record. Ugh. We had 53 days 
of temps over 110. Oh, I would die. And I think 30 days of temperatures over 115. Oh, wow. Yes, it's hot. But it's not but, as humid, though, right? Oh, my gosh, no. Well, oh. no. Well, I will take that back <laughs> because during the summer, we have monsoons. Oy. I thought before I moved here, I knew they had monsoons. Mm -hmm. I thought it lasted a couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. It lasts like four months. It's from <laughs> what? June to end of September. Wait a minute. A monsoon? Monsoon what, season. Heavy winds monsoon and season, heavy yeah. rain? I mean, what yes. is a monsoon? Okay, a monsoon is heavy winds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and torrential rain, lightning, and thunder. Oh, my God. We didn't really have lightning and thunder. It was unusual if we had that in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we're having the monsoon storms, we just, we sit out in our, we call it, it's called an ola, outdoor living area. It's a patio, yeah. kind <laughs> of enclosed, but it's open uh -huh. on, on two sides. And we just sit there and we watch the lightning and we oh, watch the nice. rain pouring down. I do down love that. So oh, cool, yeah. That. yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. It's just like, it's like watching a movie yeah. with yeah. sound effects and everything. And uh, oh, and the temperature is warm. It's oh, warm. Nice. That's when it gets humid. Oh, but, right. <laughs> but frankly, it's not like swampy humid. Ugh. It's it's yeah. a little wild. But Okay, okay. Um, now, what's interesting are the... Haboobs, Haboob, H-A-B-O-O-B. Okay. It's that wind that drives, it, that's in front of the monsoon wind, and it drives the sand in the air. It's like a giant, giant sandstorm. Oh, my goodness. High winds, and it hits you. I was, I was researching an article for the best rooftop bars in Scottsdale. <laughs> and so a friend and I were That's sitting on the assignment. roof. <laughs> I know, it was great. <laughs> yeah. So being on top over the other buildings, we could see this cloud oh. coming. Oh and God. so we were eating and drinking and you could, I mean, it, it hit us and it hit it just sand and wind and it was crazy and then of course the rain and torrential rain was right behind it so that was all kind of exciting and wait, wait, didn't um, the sand hit you i mean yes you're talking it hit your face it hit your body yes and yes. it didn't it didn't like well it's not hail i guess but it must have felt icky it was like little needles hitting oh, yeah. <laughs> like like snow <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> and you liked it I didn't say I liked it. It was okay. interesting. interesting. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. No. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So four so, months. Did you say four consecutive months of monsoon? Yeah. So like yeah, that's the monsoon season. How long does a monsoon last, though, each day? Say two hours, an hour? Oh, well, maybe. Well, it depends. But I'll say 15 or 20 minutes with the torrential okay. rain right okay, so over our house. But the wind do is stuff. blowing, so it's moving. Mm -hmm. It's it's moving through. Okay, okay. You don't have to sit home those four months because I'm thinking, oh, oh you no, know, you can still go out and do stuff. Of course. Okay. It's like being in winter, like where you guys are, mm -hmm. where it's cold and you don't want to go outside and right. you want to stay in where it's warm. Right. Same thing. We want to stay in where it's cool. If you do go out, mm -hmm. like to the grocery store or something, you want to have a towel to put over your steering wheel. And if you have black fake leather seats like I have, you want that a towel to sit on. Oh, yeah. Because it, it gets incredibly hot inside yeah. the vehicle. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the opposite of what you guys do in the winter, we do in the summer. Okay. And, and that's why so many people have white cars out there, right? I think that's all they make anymore is white cars. <laughs> <laughs> I love white cars. All right, let's, let's... Wait, wait, no, no, no. Julia, oh, I have oh. an unrelated question, and that is we've heard about earthquakes, and Jean's sister lives in the Oakland, San Francisco area. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So where you guys were around L.A. or what have you, what kinds of earthquakes? I mean, can you describe it to me? Because you're a writer and you're verbalizing everything so well. What what was the earthquakes like for you guys? Did things fall off the, the wall? uh, walls or? 
Yeah, um, we didn't get shakers that bad very often. And one of the biggest ones that I missed, Gordon and I were in Hawaii. There are different earthquakes, but typically they're like rolling, like think of being on rollers, like on a board on rollers, mm. and it just kind of rolls like this, oh, or yeah. it can be a like a slap and a jolt. <laughs> And then, See, then she more shaky. Yeah. So well. Yeah, you did describe it well. Let's get back to terra firma. Okay, terra firma in, in Arizona land. In your community, is it a fifty-five plus community? Yes. Yeah, you have to be fifty-five or older. Now, people younger than that can live here, but the owner has to be right fifty-five or older. Give us some numbers, if you will, size, cost, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, you mean the size of our house or the size of the community? The Both. Okay. I think we're going to end up, I think there's, the community is about 12 miles all the way around. So there's actually two sides. The Eagle's Nest side is the older side. It's been around for longer. We're in Tuscany Falls across the street, but we have mm. dual citizenship for both places. <laughs> Is it based on some kind of Italian theme, Tuscany Falls? I mean, I would have never yeah. pegged that name for Goodyear, mm. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more Spanish decor. Mm. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think there'll be 5,000 homes here when they're done building wow. everything. Okay. Oh, so you're not there yet. Yeah, they are. Yes, we are here. Oh, We've been okay. here for two years. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. By the yeah. time they're done. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah, they are still building houses mm -hmm. here, actually, in our neighborhood, which brings to mind, we lived in our Oregon house for 10 and a half months when we sold our place in California and waiting for this house in Arizona to be built. Okay. I, I think I glossed over that fact. It just reinforced my desire to live in the heat and live in this area because where we lived in Oregon, I lived in sweatshirts and Uggs and cold <laughs> weather gear from August until April. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I, that just reinforced the fact that I'm glad I made this move to the heat mm -hmm. of the desert. <laughs> so we were attracted to Arizona, number one, because of the politics. My husband is into politics. I'm not so much. I'm not going to say too much disparate, too many disparaging words, but we escaped from California because it's just going so off the deep end about so many things and the taxation, the cost of everything. In addition to normal inflation, yeah. it's even more there in California. So yep, yep. that was a big seller to come yeah. to Arizona. For our property taxes, we're saving on our house in property tax and homeowner's insurance about $3,500 a month. A month? Compared to a month. Wow. Yeah. What is the HOA a month? Oh, yeah. I have to tell you about that. Yeah. So when we were sitting down with a salesperson, we said, okay, what is the homeowner's dues? Mm -hmm. It's about, I think it's $237 a month. <laughs> That's, That's it? Great. Wow. That's it. That's what and, I'm talking about. And we about. looked at the salesperson and Gordon and I looked at each other and <laughs> it's what? Yes. Yeah. You know, with all the, the amenities we have oh. here. Okay. So there are two pools, a fitness building. Nice. No, there are three pools, an indoor pool, <laughs> an outdoor pool in the same fitness complex. And then there's an adults only pool on Ooh. the other side of us. Mm. So there's three pools. There's three golf courses. On the premises? On this 12 mm -hmm. mile yeah. walled, it's a gated community. Right. Uh, let's see. They, uh, we have two exercise rooms, one with free weights. Mm -hmm. and all the weight machines. machines the other mm -hmm. one with the aerobics machines we have saunas steam rooms locker rooms that we consider this very luxurious because mm -hmm. when we lived in california our homeowners 
association dues were about a hundred dollars a month and we had nothing we had no pool right. we mm. didn't have a part we had nothing yeah and now we've got all of this we've got clubs there's probably a hundred different <laughs> clubs here there's bocce ball pickleball <laughs> tennis courts is there a woodworking club Oh yes, I'm sure there is. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's there's a fine arts center that you can take all sorts of art making classes. It's just there is no excuse to be bored here. Oh, okay. also there's lifelong learning and uh. that's a group of volunteers or I don't know, maybe they're paid, but there are excursions that are offered frequently you know, wow. during the season, they don't do anything during the summer right. because the snowbirds leave because it's so hot here <laughs> yeah. and they go back to their regular snowy places, snowy <laughs> places that are nice during the summer. Uh -huh. So they have that. Uh, they have a theater here. I think a oh. 300 seat theater. Wow. wow. They have performances like uh, I forget what they call them. Lookalike bands like the sure. beach boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the beach boys, but <laughs> yes, they, yeah. they yeah. Act like yeah. So they're so popular, they sell out all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I just started we bowling. Do you know <laughs> we? Oh, the we, yes, yes. We. Yeah. The, the gaming system. Yeah. Oh, where you oh, play we, bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W I I. Okay. Yeah, yes, we yeah. game. W yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I mean, these people are serious about their yeah. wee bowling. <laughs> it's, pickleball must be big, though. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I wanted to get in on right when we moved here. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't because it was so hot. <laughs> you get on a league and you learn how to play and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the minute we moved in, I got into the fitness classes like water aerobics. And, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And butts and guts that's what they call it in the workout in the, room the, you're doing yeah. aerobics and stuff like that oh um, wow so it's just it's amazing all the stuff you can do here oh also there is now a flat income tax in arizona so the income tax is two and a half percent income tax in california it was greater it was greater than or equal to 13 percent oh man oh, wow. what a difference progressive do you know the range of housing prices there well i don't now because we're not looking anymore but <laughs> well i could tell you when we bought our house it started at i'm gonna say four hundred and fifty thousand. Uh -huh. okay for how big uh 2900 square feet oh, oh that's, that's big. a big and what is that three bedroom you could do three bedrooms. We kept one as a den, and we have a casita, which yeah, is a yeah. separate like a lanai. building yeah. that I wanted for my office, but I didn't win that battle. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't believe that. Yeah, you didn't well, win? it's your husband's no. office. What did you flip? No, it's it's for guests. Oh, <laughs> I'll be darned! It's for it's guests. A, it's a guest house, separate guest house. Oh, right, yeah. right. A casita is a separate. Okay, what is it like? Three feet from your house, from the main house? It... Actually, we got the one that's attached, but you have to go outside <laughs> to get into it. Okay, you, there is no entrance. So, oh, but you but, when you want to take your laptop over there to do a little quiet editing, it's too much work. I'm in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. That is outfitted for my office, and I just shut the okay. door. And yeah, that's enough. So. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it it's okay. It's okay, okay for now. Right. I get a lot of work done. So Wait, so did you say two bedroom, one study and then what? How many baths? Let's see. Each bedroom has so there's a powder room outside like right when you come in from the garage and from mm -hmm. the front door. Oh, nice. There's a bathroom in each bedroom and of course the casita. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. wow, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. And it's and all ranch, it's, all one floor. Yes, all one floor. No basement? And no basement. No, we <gasps> don't do basements here. I love it. I hate <laughs> basement. I No crawl space, no basement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you said, so, so about two years ago, it started out at 450. 
So it's probably a little more now, right? It's probably seven fifty. Wow, a lot more. Oh, oh, it's it. Every month it was going up. The price was going up. Wow. And then, of course, you know, when you go to the design center, mm -hmm. you have to figure in. Oh, the salesperson said another sixty thousand dollars. Ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they charge you for doorknobs or drawer pulls. They charge you <laughs> yeah, for everything. Yeah, yeah, that makes and sense. And we ended up spending a couple hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah, a couple of hundred. More than you were going to spend. Wow. Yeah. Well, they sold their Not LA home. We sold oh, yeah. our California yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like <laughs> so we, we sell our home here, which is going to be all cash, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. my question to you is, will you sell that house and move to your retirement home? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. We're hoping to rent first in the place that we believe we want to be in just to see what it's like yeah, there. Make sure we like seven, it, yeah. You know, check it out at night and blah, 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 and then find a place. And if we can do all that within a the year, time frame, yeah. that would be ideal. I guess the tricky part is if we hate it. And then we're still under that pressure, you know, <laughs> because right now it's like we don't want to be far from our child. It turns out that's one of the things that is triggering my kind of anxiety. Every time mm. I think of, you know, being too far, I'm like, oh, my baby. But, you know, we'll see. But in your baby is. He's in Rhode uh, Island. He's 24. Oh, okay. Our yeah. baby's 24. No, he's yeah. 25. <laughs> he's 24. He's going to be. Oh, he's going to be 25. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he lives in Rhode Island. What makes you so sure he'll stay there if you were to move close to him? We're not sure. We're not <laughs> sure. You know, he's in a very good job. He bought a condo. Oh. Um, yeah. He has a girlfriend who's moved in. One thing, you know, I told you that uh, two of my husband's children lived in Portland. Right. And when we moved to Arizona, we thought, you know, they'd have a fit that we were leaving California. Mm -hmm. Well, the one son and our daughter-in-law, they were delighted that we were moving here. Mm. And they left Portland and moved to Prescott, which is an hour and a half away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where that is. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, really? Yes. Interesting. So there's no guarantee that your child will stay there, right. Right. even if you move there. That's true. And he says that all the time. He's like, don't base anything on me. He doesn't want to be responsible for that. He's like, I made yeah. such companies, et cetera. You know, so we'll see. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's young and he could get transferred or work for different companies. And yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's something very good to think about. I know. I know. Yes. Okay. Well, I've got mo I'm the oldest of seven, and our parents are gone oh. on both both sides. I mean, Jean's got a sibling out in California, but everyone else is on the East Coast. So, two of my sisters are in Pennsylvania, near Delaware. Oh. So, mm -hmm. right now, we're kind of looking in that area. There's a lot of amenities: thirty minutes within the airport, but thirty minutes within a great public university <laughs> that has. Yeah. Like, I can get a doctorate in printmaking if I wanted to there. Oh, so you're um, the printmaker. That's why you well, asked I started, that question. I just started. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just started yeah. a year and a half ago, and I'm uh. thinking of buying a press. So, Oh, anyway, my gosh. I know. Yeah. That's going to be like two, three grand. Yikes. Yeah. That's okay. Hey, you live yeah. once, right? It, exactly. You can't yeah. take it with you. That's right. That's right. All right. So I assume the cost of living is generally less expensive in Arizona than it was in California, right? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that, Jean, because it costs us more here in Goodyear because we have an extra half percent sales tax in Goodyear mm -hmm. as opposed to the rest of the state. I mean, other cities may have um, sales tax and we get taxed on much of our groceries. In uh -huh. California, we weren't taxed on right. all the groceries. Yeah, right. it's essential. Yeah. Yes. So we get taxed on some of that. Hmm. And because all of the stores that we shopped at in California are here, it's basically the same. Hmm. Basically the same as far as that's concerned. It just feels like the living is easier here than in California. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. What about utilities and those? Oh, yes. 
we spend about two to three hundred dollars in utilities a month. That's gas, electric, water, and trash, oh, which is about a thousand dollars a year more than we paid in California. Well, your air right. conditioning has got to be on a lot, right? Yes, except that we put in solar. Oh, so and you're recovering. You, you, yeah, so we are recovering. It, but it, that's if, you know, if we had to pay for air conditioning, it, it's very expensive. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now heat, I think our, because we're in winter here, we've had about a week of winter. And so we had the heat on a little bit. And our what, what's, is, what's winter like 40 degrees winter, it gets down in the 30s at night oh, and wow. we're having to cover up our plants because wow. of, of frost. I can't believe that. I know we have about a week of that per year. Wait, so, so you have to cover the plants for what? A, a oh, month? So it doesn't frost burn. No, 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 no. I or mean, how long do you have to cover them? Well, each night. Well, so last week we had about a week of. 30 degree temps. Okay. So, night, so once, night. once a year, I mean, you know, to, uh, so yes. they don't die, you go out and cover them and you leave the covers on for a month. No, you cover them up at night and then take them off during the day. Oh my God. What a pain for how long for a month oh, for a week, a week. Oh, okay. A week because okay. it's going to be in the seventies this week. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, once so you, you know just, that it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. When you know, it's going to freeze overnight, you go, put a cover on the plants and so you don't lose them. We lost one in the front because we didn't cover it up. So that protects it from freezing. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I mean, we, well, I'd probably let it go, but um, (laughs) because I'm so lazy. I I just thought that Arizona with, with all the desert kind of plants and all that, that um, it would survive the week, but I guess not. I didn't realize they were weak. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, it's because of the types of plants or? Well, the big cactus, of course, you don't cover. Right. But right. it's the low-lying plants. Like we have little flowering bushes. Mm, okay. And okay. little Got bottle it. brush plants and stuff. Okay, so. okay. All right. Let's, let's move on to health care. Did you keep your doctors in California or did you find new doctors in Arizona? <sighs> Ooh, good <Okay>. question. <laughs> OMG. So <laughs> my husband has kept most of his doctors there. Wow. And you said it's five hours away by yes. driving? Okay. Yes. And so twice a year we drive over there and I've kept one of my doctors there. But I will tell you, I have had so many different doctors since I've been here. And I only got a primary care physician in December because oh, wow. with all the specialists that I've had, they said, who's your PCP? Well, he's in California. What's he doing in California? Well, <laughs> hello. You cannot be sick in Arizona without a PCP. And I don't, a primary care physician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's like that in New York, but I've had different health issues. Mm-hmm. COVID did a number on us. Yeah, yeah. Not only health-wise, but the medical field, you cannot get a doctor without waiting sometimes for months to get an appointment. You have to see a physician's assistant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I refused to do that. So I waited like three months to get my dermatologist. Mm -hmm. And then as it turns out, I'm seeing the PA whenever I go in. I've been there (laughs) several times. So you don't have a PCP yet? She does. I do. Okay. I just got one in December. December. Wow. So it was like a year and a half before you could get. No, I just started to get one in November. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I I started the process of get. That was for the dermatologist. Okay. There are very few doctors who will get an. I had to wait for two or three weeks to get an initial appointment with the primary care physician. Okay. And those people I see all the time because I keep going back to see right. them for mm-hmm. different reasons. Right. Like my gastroenterologist, you know, for colonoscopies, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. Yeah. all have to, you know. Yeah. The only time I saw the doctor was when she was gowned up to do the actual procedure. <laughs> what? I'm only seeing the PA. Huh. 
and wherever I go, it's always a PA. So wow. there is a shortage of primary There's, care. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and specialists, it sounds like. No, I, I know, because depending on the state we interview, very different story abroad, very different. But depending on the state, you're going to have this problem. I mean, I was trying to find a new primary care, and it took forever. I mean, it took about six months. I could have, she wasn't my first choice. Right. But I heard good things about her, and I said, you know, we're not going to stay here for too long. So why get invested, you know, in someone that I might leave anyway? I just wanted some tests done and so forth. Of course, I found out my cholesterol is too high, unfortunately. So, yeah, so sometimes you have to find out ahead. Like, I am now looking at Pennsylvania doctors. I might even make an appointment to say I'll be there in six months, and I don't have to live there to have a primary care, you know? Right. Yeah. But you you need a primary care where you live. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just it's just too hard mm-hmm. to and if you're not in the same state that doctor doesn't have legal rights to practice in your state. Right. So they can't write you prescriptions yeah. or yeah. Yeah. get you a handicap card placard for your mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So the moral of my story here is I think it's because of COVID. I am not happy with our medical system here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because when the primary care sent me to the dermatologist, I'd already told them what dermatologist I was going to. The dermatologist didn't get the order for three weeks oh my after it was placed. And for the gastroenterologist, it was five and a half weeks before they called and said, oh, we're ready to schedule that capsule that you take to see, you know, the what? internal yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't and I thought, because you have I would be I would be dead because I've Whoa. been <laughs> bled to death <laughs> right. because you couldn't find the leak, the part yeah, that was bleeding. Yeah, of course, of course. So oh it's just exasperating. So I don't think it's just Arizona. I mm-hmm. think it's our entire medical system mm-hmm. now because of the shortage. And I keep going back to the fact that I think it's because of COVID and the results of COVID. Because we've got a Mayo Clinic here that I don't want to see PAs. I want to see doctors. And Medicare, the doctor that I wanted is a PCP. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take Medicare patients. What? Oh, yes. Wow. Because they're reducing the amount that Medicare sure. pays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, right, And right. so that's going to be anywhere mm-hmm. you go in the country. I think we have qualified help or qualified medical care here. Mm-hmm. But it's just that there aren't enough of them anymore. So in a pinch, God forbid, you'd have to either A, go to another place. And it has to be an emergency, though. Go to somewhere else, maybe Chandler or Phoenix or... I don't know, Prescott, you said. Yeah, if something urgent happened, you could still go into your local hospital like you did. Yes. A lot of people go to urgent care okay. as their first. And that's why we get then transferred to a hospital. But and they I, do all the legwork to get the hospital and, and find a bed and do that. Okay. Right. All right. So I think we've uh, done a good job with the healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, it makes me a little worried. So I would definitely, it's a worry. I mean, is it enough of a worry for you to consider moving again? No. Okay. No, and that's because the Mayo Clinic is here. But I just want to leave the audience off with, if you have any medical concerns, like we say on most shows, Make sure you do your research in the area, make enough phone calls, make the sufficient research necessary for your needs before contemplating an area. I mean, yes. you, can, you can have the best area and the best doctors, but if you cannot access those doctors or they're unavailable because there's more population than specialists, then think twice. Yes. Let's move on to how's the traffic in Goodyear oh. compared to Southern California? Well, it's better, but it's like we've got smog here and the 10 freeway going into Phoenix. So many times I say, well, I've got to go into L.A. 
because that's what it reminds me of. I don't want to get on that freeway wow. and drive into Phoenix because the traffic is so bad. Wow. And here in town, you know, there's a lot of traffic and it's it's just getting worse. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, and one of the things that I liked about our research here in this area, in the, the Phoenix area has built the freeways around town mm-hmm. uh, preparing for growth. I mean, our area here, there isn't graffiti on the, you know, there's walls on the mm-hmm. side of the freeways. It's mm-hmm. pristine. Wow. There's no graffiti, but they have prepared the infrastructure for growth. Like That's- they can't do much more in LA, but mm-hmm. here they're prepared for it. That's right, good. right. Okay, because they, they, there is the land and the anticipation yes. of more and more cars and et cetera. But most people say the, the traffic in Phoenix is nothing compared to L.A. You seem to think it's, it's not so good in, in Phoenix. Is that right? It's, that's correct. It's not oh. good. Because mm-hmm. uh, so the Interstate 10, you know, is the main thoroughfare mm-hmm. to get anywhere in the country. There are so many tractor trailers on the road, I don't know if anybody's still saying there aren't enough truckers, there isn't, the costs are high because we're not being able to transport, and that's probably not so much anymore, but uh, transport goods. The whole right lane, and sometimes the left lane, it's two lanes getting out of town on the freeway, it's full of trucks. Wow transporting goods now i like that there are amazon trucks because they're bringing (laughs) stuff to me right (laughs) of course of course yeah but it's it's amazing it's we don't like to drive to la Mm -hmm. or to california orange Mm -hmm. county because of all the trucks wow and you know they really should have three lanes or four right to have but you know the two lanes going in one direction so Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and anybody that lives here knows that the traffic is bad and it's getting worse going into phoenix okay so and you're about what 20 miles away from phoenix 20 miles west of phoenix so that could take an hour right Oh, in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the doctors that I have are in downtown Phoenix. Okay. Okay. And when they want to set an appointment for 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning, oh my gosh, just slit my wrists. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Because it's the traffic is so bad. Yeah. Say you want to get out of town. How far is the airport from you? 30 minutes. Yay. Not bad. There is, is, well, that's Phoenix uh, Sky Harbor International. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, in bad traffic, it might be 45 minutes. But Mm -hmm. there is another airport, the regional airport. It's um, Phoenix Mesa. And I had a friend come into that airport because, oh, my gosh, the she got a really good deal from Indiana. Oh, my gosh. It's about an hour away in good traffic. Oh my an hour Lord. and a half away in bad traffic. And if anybody says, Oh, Julie, I've got a special deal to fly in here. Forget it. Well, okay. <laughs> Either spend the money getting to the Fe- the Phoenix airport where I will pick you up right. or spend the money to fly into the airport to begin with. Because so, <laughs> the traffic see, is you see terrible. <laughs> yeah. I hate airport traffic. Oh yeah! Oh, it's like you're you're dying to get and and plus, if you have a flight at a certain time, oh yes, your anxiety just goes through the roof. Yes, you're thinking like I'm gonna be like OJ, but then you know, and, oh, and no. even though we have the TSA, what is Pass that? Or, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sometimes it it doesn't help because you're getting uh, there so late. Yeah. So okay, okay, good to know. Do you really need to have a car or given that you're in your community, but let's say you wanted to go outside your community for some coffee or what have you. I know the whole thing is 12 miles, but is it a walkable area? Could no, you? no. Oh, okay. No, you, you really need a vehicle here, just like you do in California. Okay. 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 Yeah. And can you get all your groceries, your the stuff that your daily needs in the nearby area? So you don't have to get on the highway. Right. We don't have to get on the freeway. Freeway. 
you can yeah. get all your stuff, your supermarkets yes. and all that is nearby. Yeah. Okay. Supermarket, okay. credit union, gas stations. Oh, good. Uh, Walgreens. It's okay. just, it's very close. So that's good that the traffic does not impact your daily life, so to speak. Right. Okay. Does Goodyear have a nice downtown or Main Street? Oh, the old Goodyear had a Main Street, but that was really kind of getting decrepit. We have a new center where City Hall is and the library, mm -hmm. and they're going to be building that out. So that'll be more like the downtown, but it's not a downtown like you think of your downtown in Brooklyn. It's um, oh, we don't have that kind of downtown, by the oh, way. Oh, you don't? We don't have like a little Main Street. We have, yeah, we have a downtown Brooklyn, though. Yeah, there is a downtown Brooklyn, depending on Brooklyn is huge, as you know. So it yeah. depends who you speak to and. Can we consider like two, three areas to be downtown Brooklyn? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't. But anyway. Yeah, but it's not close yeah. to us. I'm talking about mm -hmm. a little downtown area. Yeah, we uh, it's like a city center. Okay. But there's a lot of shopping centers around mm -hmm. with oh, okay. a lot of different stores and stuff. Okay. So okay. that's where like tourists go also. I mean, is Goodyear a tourist kind of attraction? No. No. Except for maybe the baseball park, right? Oh yeah, the the ballpark and spring training is big here. Mm -hmm. And there in the Citrus League, there are a lot of ballparks around the valley. Okay. Yeah. That uh, get a lot of visitors during February and March. Yeah. Okay. So living in Arizona, do you worry about the water crisis? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. In our house in California, our kitchen. And bathroom, the master bath, everything upstairs was on the opposite side of the house as the water heater. Mm -hmm. And so we'd have to run the water a long time in the kitchen sink for it to heat up. Wow. And when we would take our showers, we would fill a bucket of, the, of water mm -hmm. till the water warmed up. And then we'd turn on the shower and take our shower. Okay. So when we bought our house here, first of all, one of the things that attracted us was the amount of insulation mm. because with it so hot, better insulation helps keep the electricity cost down. And one of the things we also paid extra for, of course, is the instant hot water. Uh. So we, some, some magic way, this thing, it's out by our water heater, but we turn it on a timer. So at five o'clock in the morning, it turns on and it shuts off like at nine o'clock at night or something. So when we turn on the water faucet, yeah, you get it's mm -hmm. almost instantly hot water. Okay. So that is probably one of the best water saving things that we did for here. Okay. But yes, with drought conditions are a big concern. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we we've talked a lot about Goodyear. I think we covered that quite well. Can you tell us a little about what the vibe is like and what it's like to live in Rhododendron, Oregon? It sounds like a wonderful place. It is a wonderful place. If you want to escape from the city, it's green in Oregon for a reason <laughs> because there's so much snow and water and stuff there. It's difficult to get services where we live, where our house is. We live up on the mountain and it's considered on the mountain to get somebody to come and fix the roof or do some sort of service. It's very difficult to get people to come out. We're 12 miles up the mountain from a large town. Well, it's a small town, but considered <laughs> different from rhododendron. So it's hard to get services. People are... They're in everybody else's business. <laughs> and wow, interesting. So, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, but all small yeah. towns are like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's because I'm used to, when I lived in New York City, it was difficult to make friends mm -hmm. for me. In California, people are more superficial. It's hard to make deep relationships there. Like, our neighborhood in California, you know, some neighbors we 
barely spoke to the people right next door. I didn't even realize she was pregnant until they put uh, one of those fake <laughs> storks on the lawn. And I'm going, oh, my God, how I didn't know you were pregnant. And somebody else around the corner, I didn't even know they were pregnant. So, so it's not like we really did neighborly stuff mm -hmm. in the where we lived. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to change that here in Arizona. And I know we're talking about rhododendron, but we're up there so infrequently that it's hard to build a relationship mm. with somebody when you're not there. Right. So how often are you there? We were going up mm, three and four times a year. Mm -hmm. Oh, last summer we were there for almost a month. Okay. But I was, we were doing some traveling into Canada and okay. stuff. So the so, majority of the time you guys are in Goodyear. Goodyear. Yes, that's correct. But what would you say you love about rhododendron? The beauty of Mount Hood. Yeah. Because when you drive around, when you come through the trees and you can see the mountain, mm -hmm. it, takes your breath away yeah it is incredible it takes your breath away mm -hmm. well i like the pacific northwest in nice weather <laughs> so <laughs> be careful because that's gene's number one place on earth <laughs> oh really <laughs> yes but is uh, that it's not a consideration well oops i shouldn't have said that <laughs> but you, because <laughs> life is short and one never knows right um right. my my niece graduated college out there and she's decided to stay everyone is back east my sister for for nancy the heart is just you know it's hard yes you send your kid out there and then they decide to stay on the one hand you're like mm. on the other hand it's great she's exploring and she loves it out there mm -hmm. she has a lot of allergies so out there it's very different from brooklyn Mm -hmm. And she just sent us photos of her new apartment. It's, a, you know, it's a fraction of the price of Brooklyn or New York. Oh, and yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, and even little things like she's got her regular mailbox. They have Amazon boxes. And then there's the room. You know, everything's by your fob, your key. You go buzz, buzz, buzz. Everything is coded. Someone comes through the door. They just dial your apartment. I mean, you know, modern amenities. Yeah. Her building is just stunning. So I said, Gene, maybe we should live out there for half a year. And we wouldn't feel so bad about being far from our son because we're not there all the time. Mm -hmm. right? And but, where does you know, she live? Where's... She's in Portland. Oh, Portland. Yeah. 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 So okay. she went to Lewis and Clark and now she's living oh. in Portland. And so I visited her and like, Oh, the Japanese garden in Portland is. Oh, that is oh. one of my favorite places. Isn't that the Absolutely. most. Absolutely. It's heaven. I hope that's what heaven is. Now, yeah. Portland and Seattle, they have a tremendous homeless problem. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's and it's so sad. I used to love going into Portland and riding the streetcar and riding public transportation. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. It is not safe. So that's why our son and daughter-in-law moved away because they were like three miles from downtown mm -hmm. and the homeless were coming into their neighborhood and stealing stuff. And they lived in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. So I would think long and hard before yeah. moving there. Right, right. Portland was actually one of our considerations as well. Yeah. Not just rhododendron out in the country, mm -hmm. but right. we thought, oh, we'll get a little place in town next to or close to the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and, well, you um, know, it's 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 kind of like New York in certain places. You know, you go two blocks. It's really nice. Then the yes. next two blocks, uh, you kind of you have to drive around and know where to go, and where not to go, which makes life a little difficult. But you know what? If you're there, like my niece will know. Don't go down that area. And especially right. she's young and single. And so oh, yeah. it's it's something that you really, but she went to school there for four years. So she kind of knows. And you like, like you said, yeah. the homeless population is growing and growing and growing. It's, it's like in San Diego, right? You go to that little section of town and it's just the homeless population is also all over. You know, we're not used to seeing that in New York, I think, because it's so cold out here. Yeah. Less, <laughs> right. You have 
No, sir, you have less homeless. Yeah, yeah we have homeless on the east there coast last year because it's so than, cold there. And the south and the west. Can you just tell us quickly? Do you know the housing costs in rhododendron? Rhododendron. Some of the houses in our neighborhood were selling for about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That but whole... we're right on the river. Okay. Okay. So that That's still, yeah, yeah, that whole area is yeah, yeah. If you want a nice home, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so Julie Debolt Price. <laughs> Thank you for pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We have one final question, and okay. that is, what words of wisdom do you have for our audience? And it can be about any topic you choose, retirement, moving, staying in an area, not staying in an area. What do you say? Hmm. Do thorough research. Yes. And if it doesn't feel right, it's not ever going to be right. Hmm. With it, without knowing all the details and, and really considering because you don't in the last quarter of your life, you don't want to be moving from place to place. <laughs> right. We have acquaintances from the rhododendron area. They built this beautiful house in a suburb of Portland and they designed it so that in their old age, you know, it, it would be their final home. Mm. They've been there, I don't know, a couple years, and it's they're not happy there. Mm. And so really do some research like you were talking about. Go live someplace for six months or a year to really experience it all, for a year and see if you can make new friends if you're going to a place that you don't know anybody. Right. It's just knowledge is power. Don't take that away from yourself in your decision-making. Perfect. Perfect. And on that note, we want to thank you. It's a pleasure meeting you. This was really fun. Yeah, my pleasure talking um, to you guys too. <laughs> I mean, I know we kind of hit some highs and some lows, Yeah, but uh, this, was, this was very, very helpful. And what an eye-opener, yes. right? About Goodyear and even yeah, it was very interesting, other yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank You're you welcome. so much. Stay in Thanks touch. Thanks for asking me. Appreciate it. Yeah. No, and we'll be in touch. Okay. Great. Bye -bye. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at RetireThere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.